0: Santa bucks are back at Meijer. Now through Saturday, you decide what's on sale and save even more on the things you love. Like a Nintendo Switch Lite, just $199.99. Or an LOL Surprise OMG 2020 collection for 39 dollars And save time and get your groceries delivered with Meyer Home Delivery. So you can stay out of the elements on these chilly winter days. Enjoy the great deals at Meyer. Exclusions apply. Visit Meyer.com to get started. The outcome of an opioid emergency may depend on a quick response. Accidental overdose can happen anytime, even if the opioid pain medicine is prescribed. Due to COVID-19, emergency services could be slower to arrive. Get prepared. Get Naloxone, a potentially life-saving reversal agent with no prescription directly from your pharmacy. Having Naloxone available allows you to respond first, not a substitute for emergency medical care. Learn more at opioidsafetyplan.com. That's O-P-I-O-I-D safety we
1: What's up?
2: Nothing. I was just remembering uh, your old entrance music from when we were kids. That Uh, was that was the start of it.
1: Yeah, that was a hell of an intro, man. I'm honored.
2: It was. It was followed by two quick edited farts.
1: Yep, quick farts back to back. Quick cuts. Yeah. Uh, That was for what character was that?
2: Was that the penguin? (laughs) I <laughs> know no, it was during basement wrestling times, so we were younger.
1: Yeah, Pe- we
2: went from basement wrestling to trampoline wrestling.
1: It could be the penguin. Penguin was a reoccurring theme. It was like the gobbledygooker of basement yeah.
2: and uh, trampoline wrestling, yeah. upset without that stigma.
1: Or I had a character named Ferocious. So possibly, he.
2: Got... Oh, it was abs- it was definitely Ferocious. <laughs>
1: that was the, uh, that's not one of my strongest names neither was no. pa- neither was penguin but the penguin was a gimmick character so i think it worked
2: <laughs> i thought ferocious was cool
1: yeah it's not yeah. terrible it's Wasn't uh, it, uh based on the uh GNU? based on what
2: was that was that animal you had
1: oh the uh yeah it was uh the dagoo
2: The goo i thought it was a Gnu.
1: A Gnut. The degu? C and U. I don't know if that's an actual
2: animal
1: or not. I don't know either. I remember the degu, though. There we go. I think my yeah. level I think my levels were a little hot. That's alright. But I think I, I think I got it dialed in here, and we are using the correct microphone.
2: Excellent. We're
1: off to an excellent start.
2: Excellent start this week. It's
1: uh, Memorial Weekend, Jeff. It is. So You got a new cat.
2: I do. Got a a new kitty in the apartment. Her name is uh, Jasmine, the princess.
1: Okay. How's she adjusting?
2: Uh, She she comes out to explore. She chills me out here in the family room and then uh, sometimes reverts back into the bedroom and sits in her litter box. So it's a little good little bed. I've caught her boot scooting before. I've never seen a cat boot scoot in real life before.
1: That's when they t- they rub their asshole on the floor on the carpet. Yeah, that's always great when they use the carpet to clean their assholes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen a cat boot scoot either. I had plenty of dogs that were boot scooting buggies.
2: It, it was surreal. I, at first, I, was, I thought like she broke a leg or something. All of a sudden, she was just scooting out her hind legs, or her front her front legs with her hind legs sticking up in the air I was like what the
1: fuck get down turn around go to town boot scootin
2: boogie yeah I'm unsure if, if I should keep her in the room right now for the podcast or let her roam right now she's roaming out here so if you hear some vocalization that's just her she's a vocal cat
1: oh yeah let her roam let her get used to the surroundings
2: I know on on uh, on our show, on the show we listen to, Levitard's show, uh, the Stu Gatz guy, he, he, his dog is always barking, and it's become like a reoccurring theme in that show, so I don't want that same annoyance on this program with the kitty cat, if people are annoyed by the
1: kitty cat. No, I haven't heard a thing, uh, but I do have this for you. Take a listen to this. Hold on, the computer's buffering. You can, uh, if you listen closely... Oh, come on. There we go. What do you got for me? I got
2: nothing.
1: (laughs) You got nothing?
2: No, that that was just dead silence
1: on my part. God damn it! Why does this computer always do that? It sounded <laughs> it sounds amazing in my headphones. I'm like, oh man, I'm really capturing this. This is beautiful. <laughs> and then there's fucking nothing. So you are telling me that whole time's just dead air. Yep. All right. Well, I'm not. I probably won't edit it. I might. But you know, that's kind of, that's kind of part of the uh, the whole mystique. That's
2: yeah, this Memorial Day weekend. That 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 was a tribute, Eric.
1: I can't for life of me figure out what is going on at that point. It, put, it like puts the music into my headphones, but my headphones are ran through my microphone. Does it so that doesn't make any sense, does it?
2: Not unless you were uh rapping over a beat that you didn't want to uh, like echo on your recording, but besides that I don't see any use for that.
1: Let me see something here. Yeah. No, that
2: doesn't seem to make sense.
1: No, I mean, the so the microphone, it's a real simple USB mic. It just has a cord from the mic to the computer. That's how you record. And yeah. then my headphone jack is from my mic to my headphones. But for some reason, it's taking the audio that I'm playing on my computer and putting it in my headphones.
2: Through the microphone. Yeah. That's wild.
1: Yeah, because I, I, I mean, I'm sitting here and I'm laying back thinking, man, I just nailed <laughs> this thing. Like it, I, I just murdered this shit. Yeah, it sounded crystal clear in my headphones. I'm like, I was playing Brooks and Dunn, Boot Scoot and Boogie.
2: Oh, God.
1: And we had and just... Yeah,
2: that would have been perfect, Eric.
1: And, I don't know. So I'll have to figure that one out, but uh, we'll try it again another time.
2: If I would have heard that, I probably would have gotten up and do a little too step. Yeah.
1: It just got back... It just got to the verse. I mean, we were about to take off. Oh, man. Past the city limit signs, there's a honky tonk.
2: But maybe, maybe if you remember, you can just uh, pop it in somewhere in the podcast. as a nice little surprise, and then maybe not. It's part of the mystique.
1: Yeah, and you know how they? For some reason, if I like add it in, then it fucks the whole thing up, and they they won't let me put it up.
2: Oh, that's true.
1: The robots, or who has who's ever sniffing out me putting up illegal audio? Which, I don't know how that works, but it's stupid. It really is. No. Oh. Uh, so
2: we'll, we'll get some, uh... Some shareback tracks here. Soon enough.
1: Hell yeah. So, what else is going on, Jeff? Anything?
2: Just started, a uh, Leave of absence. From the store for two weeks. Nice. Yeah.
1: Nice. Hopefully...
2: Taking that off and, uh... Uh, I asked the people in the meat department, I said, hey, what kind of steak should I get? And they pointed me they said, the bone New York strip's on sale. And Fair nice. sure enough, I got over a pound of bone New York strip for uh,
1: uh, uh, $6.93. No way.
2: Yeah, Eric. That I seems extremely
1: not. cheap. Is that, was that with the discount?
2: No, that's before the discount. That's what the customer's paying. Huh. So then, uh, for me, I tax off another 10%, so probably, like, six and some change.
1: You're eating a fucking $5 steak out there. Yeah. So do you but, gonna, did you make it already, or that's for, like, this weekend at some point? No, I'm probably gonna
2: marinate that some of a bitch uh, tonight and let it sit and cook it up sometime tomorrow.
1: Hell yeah that sounds delicious what are you cooking on you got a little you got a little little smoky out there on the balcony Uh,
2: there's no balcony we got a courtyard so it's uh just two community gas grills one of which works better than the other but still it doesn't get up to optimal temps for steaks
1: yeah but it's doable
2: yeah it's it's doable it still gets up like a solid 430
1: hell yeah Yeah, it was the first nice day here in in a long time, so it was a a good day. It was a little hot at one point, but it was, man, when the clouds went over that sun, and the sun wasn't just beating down on your ass, it was pretty nice. Nice cool breeze.
2: I I thought it was supposed to rain today in the P town area.
1: Yeah, it rained once for a little bit, and then uh, after that it was good, at least in our area. And then they nice. was, it was supposed to rain all weekend, but now they're talking about just, like, maybe Sunday or something. I don't know.
2: Nice.
1: Or not Sunday. Maybe a little bit Monday.
2: Got the Familia out to the park.
1: Yeah. Went to, uh... Well, we went to, um, Sonic, Jeff. What do you think? Uh,
2: I I I missed it, but at the same time, he know it's cheap.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we. Like, gave, yeah,
2: I know that with Ivani's, but Ivani's is uh, above Sonic by far.
1: We gave it another shot, and it, it had—I had a very strange experience there. I ordered, oh, yeah. yeah, I ordered like just a basic like cheeseburger and fr- and tots, and like I started eating, it and it was pretty like it was good. Like I was like, yeah, these tots are good, and then I was, took a bite of the burger. I'm like, oh yeah, the burger is actually pretty good, and then I took like two bites and just felt like complete shit. Like, before I even finish, like you, you expect to feel like complete shit after. That's all part of the plan. I mean, that's understood. If you're gonna eat Sonic after ten minutes after you eat it, you're gonna feel like a complete piece of shit.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's got the McDonald's effect, the whack Arnold's effect.
1: So that's that's to be expected, but it was just weird that I felt like shit after like two bites. And I was starving. I, 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 I think powered through.
2: Tater tots, there. God don't
1: trust their tots. Well, I we ordered some onion rings to try those, and they were terrible. They tasted like funnel, like a funnel cake. Like the fucking batter was like a candy. That
2: the, that that is another uh, staple of the uh, Sonic. Their batter is very sweet, like too sweet.
1: Yeah, way too sweet. Way too sweet. Sweet, I've, in my, I've my opinion. I've
2: always gotten that same vibe from them. I trying to remember the uh, order I used to get all the time, because for a while, I was a Sonic addict. I would drive to uh, South Peak or is it South Beacon or West Beacon? Whatever. The other side of Beacon. Yeah. We would drive over there before they had a Sonic in Peoria.
1: Yeah. The Cherry Limeade was good.
2: Oh, yeah. 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 You can eat. they got good flushes, so it's uh, it's a good summertime thing. But I I got some sort of Fritos uh,
1: burrito, other
2: Fritos involved.
1: The free yeah, there's some kind of Frito burrito that was fucking good though. I remember that.
2: Yeah, that's that's my basically my entire menu at the uh, Sonic, unless my high ass just picks something else and experimented a little bit, you know. Yeah. Sonics, I don't know, man. So, did you get the drive through or uh, park?
1: No, we got the drive through That way we could go to the park and eat it. Oh, you ate it at the park. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. See, that's time spent in the bag, Eric. That's transport time.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but I wasn't too worried about that. I don't think that had anything to do with it. It was just, I don't know, it was weird, man. I don't know how I feel about the uh Sonic. I, I I it was almost like I overdosed on a drug or something. Like it was the de- it was it was delicious, but it ruined me.
2: But yeah, that cherry limeade though, that'll make up for everything.
1: Yeah. Oh, that was that was hot fire. <laughs> Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. Uh did you watch uh F- Friday Night Smackdown?
2: Uh not not Memorial Day weekend one,
1: no. No, but the last one.
2: Oh, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a snoozer.
1: Yeah, I don't remember a fucking thing from it.
2: There's not much, um...
1: I can not tell IC, you the thing, Jeff. There's
2: the start of the IC tournament. Intercontinental title tournament. Yeah. Kick that son of a bitch off. Uh... Oh, they they debuted a, a new thing called the Brand-to-Brand Brand Invitational, Eric.
1: Oh, yeah. That was so dumb. I, I
2: love how they have to make up all these rules. Like, did you, did you hear the fine print that uh,
1: Cole was dishing out when he introduced the Brand-to-Brand Brand Invitational? Yeah, it was like, what, four appearances?
2: Yeah, four times a year. He didn't explain it well at all. He just said four times a year, Brands. Brands can send a wrestler to another brand. Okay, well, how many brands? What brands can do this? Does everyone get four? Or is it just four, all together? You know. Yeah. Altogether. is
1: it is it four per wrestler? Yeah, it's it's four four per
2: year. So let's <laughs> let's mark this date last Friday in in the in our Boom DDT history books. Timestamp it and check. Next year to see how many interbrand yeah. appearances there actually were. Because four by ass.
1: And why four?
2: Yeah, seriously, why are we limiting it? There's yeah, no crowd.
1: That's what I mean. It's so dumb. Why, do, like, they come up with all these fucking rules and stupid little things. It's just like, and they're always confusing and don't make sense. It's like, just, just we understand what's going on. Just say. You know, due to current circumstances, superstars will be able to appear on any show they like. Yeah. That's fine. It's easy to understand. It makes sense. We know why you're doing it. There's only a certain amount of people that are performing. Just do it like that. It's not hard. Exactly. I don't know. But
2: yeah, they did this to uh, let Charlotte continue her her tour of all the brands. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, she was basically breaking these brand laws already by being yeah. the NXT champion when she's on the Raw women's raw roster. But we're not going to get into that. No. But, yeah, she, she came out on SmackDown. She's just gloating, as she should. She's a queen. And someone needs to fill this void and be a, a solid mouthpiece while Becky's gone and Charlotte is great on the mic. You might not like what she has to say. Sometimes I get fired up with her. But she's still the fucking queen.
1: You get tired of that bullshit yakking?
2: Well, then everyone else <laughs> just comes out and it's the same Cena speech, you know? Yeah.
1: I know. It's everyone, terrible. Com-
2: everyone comes out to Cena and says, You're a part timer. You do movies. And then everyone comes out to Charlotte Flair and says, You're just here because you're Flair's daughter. Yeah. I wasn't given a silver spoon, yeah. I I think no one should do that after Becky did that.
1: Yeah, get some new material, you fucking hack.
2: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So basically she comes out and uh, Sasha and Bailey come out and they just... Charlie kind of cuts a rift into uh, Sasha and Bailey's relationship even deeper. Uh, just kind of poking the bear, you know. And then, I get, apparently next week, as part of this brand-to-brand invitational, we have Charlotte Flair versus Bayley in a match. Do I have that correct?
1: Yeah. Yeah, something like I'm pretty sure.
2: So the brand-to-brand invitational is multi-week.
1: So what? Yeah, so yeah. How how many is so Charlotte or no? Who, who took advantage of it on SmackDown? Anybody? Or just Charlotte? <clears throat>
2: Charlotte was on SmackDown from the Raw roster with the NXT title but uh that's what I mean Taw, she's the uh, only one SmackDown's Baron Corbin
1: oh. made an appearance. Oh yeah, he had a match with D-Mac. Yeah. God, it's just getting these 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 shows are getting tough for me.
2: Yeah, well, here's the thing, Eric, it's 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 the same It's the same mix different day cuz uh One week, you're going to have one shitty show. This week, it was SmackDown. Yeah. The other show's going to be good. And Raw was... It wasn't fan-fucking-tastic because we're at that time of the uh, pay-per-view rotation where we're, like, you know, over a week removed from the last pay-per-view and they're planting the seeds of the new storylines. And, seeds grow slowly, Eric. Yes. (laughs) But, I mean... Rob was good this week, I thought, given those circumstances.
1: Ko returned.
2: Yes, this this is big, Eric.
1: Yeah, that was good. That's that's something I wanted to mention. Uh, what do you think? While we're here, since we stumbled upon it, why do you? What do you think of the the greatest wrestling match ever, ever, Jeff? The greatest goddamn wrestling match ever. Is what the WWE is telling us is Edge versus Randy Orton at Backlash?
2: Yeah, okay.
1: It's the greatest, Jeff. (laughs) Why do they do this? It's infuriating Uh, to me.
2: I don't know, man.
1: I don't understand any, any. I don't understand any. Like, set yourself up for failure, why don't you? The greatest wrestling match ever, huh? With no crowd. And... Uh, give me a fucking break.
2: No, I mean... And it's Edge and... Or- like, Orton's, a- Orton's a great wrestler. Edge? Is he a great wrestler? I, I mean... Not, I mean, splitting hairs here, but... I can name a bunch of better wrestlers.
1: Yeah, I Edge. mean... I I think it's a cool match, like... Who knows, maybe one, one, like that, those two, it's not like those two names couldn't have the best match ever, but, come on, in fucking 2020, with no crowd, this can, it's impossible for this to be the best match ever, and it's just like, why would you, and even if it was normal circumstances, why would you put yourself out there and just, it just seems so bullshit to me, you know what I mean? It sounds desperate. It's just yeah, it's so fucking I, I don't know, it's that whole thing just drives me nuts. The greatest wrestling match ever. Okay.
2: Well, I mean, this is going to be like their first wrestling match in a long time. Cause last time was just a street fight essentially.
1: Yeah, That's WrestleMania. wrestling
2: standing match, you know.
1: Yeah, that the you're talking about the the uh who who called that match? Was it Byron and and Phillips?
2: Yeah, the the silent. Yeah, we, standing match.
1: We got a, we, yeah. We got a <laughs> silent man standing. We got to come up with a good name to reference that match. Oh, for sure. God, that was a that was a terrible display of commentary. <laughs> uh, so yeah. yeah any listeners, if you have a
2: good idea for how how we can what we can call that match. This is the Orton Edge last man standing match at, is it, Wrestlemania?
1: Oh yeah, Wrestlemania 36. The COVID mania.
2: Uh, Yeah, COVID mania. It was a fantastic match in its own right, but then you had Byron and Tom Phillips acting as if it was a car wreck and just whispering in golf murmurs the entire match.
1: Yeah, and if I remember right, we 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 did find out that it was because uh, JBL had both of his nuts down their throats. It, that is confirmed. <laughs> yeah, because that we ended up figuring that out because he did such a great job, and they <laughs> they they couldn't get much out because he had his nuts down the, their throats. He was standing on the announce table? So. <laughs> but yeah, we do need to find a name for that because that needs to be referenced from here exactly. on forevermore.
2: Yeah.
1: <clears throat> but yeah, I don't, I don't know.
2: Atrocious. Ferocious and atrocious.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's similar to... I mean, I've had some bad gimmicks, Jeff, but <laughs> let me tell you something. Best wrestling match ever? I don't like it. I, I even did better than that. No. Eric, that I got some bad
2: gimmicks. That at least you won't name the executioner.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it, the executioner is just like a it's 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 what it's it's the younger brother of the Undertaker. You know, it's a it's a shitty version of the Undertaker. It's like you wanted to come up with a name as cool as the Undertaker, but you failed, and you and yep. you and you landed on executioner.
2: Yep. Yeah, you didn't get quite as far as the Undertaker. No,
1: it's a it's a, it's a decent attempt, but it's just not the same.
2: It really isn't. It just sounds like a cheap knockoff for a Halloween character. I thought you were gonna give me an Undertaker costume, I'm, but no, this is the executioner. It's yeah. what you wanted.
1: Yep. It's not yeah. the same Yeah, they don't know the they don't know the right name. It's not the same. <laughs> So, do you give shit about this match, or what What about the promo? I'm done with the promos. They they have
2: gotten to the point where Edge is bl- calling Orton out for not being a wrestling fan. Yeah. So, no more promos. <laughs> Unless you can step it up another notch, because uh, I'm not here for another fan versus athlete. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, just, I wonder what it's going to be like when fans get to come back.
2: My, my hope is that uh, the, the fans are just buck wild. Like, yeah, because
1: uh. they've been starved. Yeah. They've been watching nonsense. Like, have you have you watched AEW? No. Well, well I feel like, I mean, I, I know this is easy from my end because I don't have the capability to watch it. But if you ever get bored, you should watch it and see if they're doing anything any better or if everybody's just drowning in this muck.
2: Oh, yeah, I've been uh i've, I've been wa- I've been wanting to catch at least a match or two just to see what it's like over there because I mean are they they do they have a performance center type scenario or are they just in an empty arena somewhere uh
1: I don't know what the location is but they're doing they're doing empty you know they're doing the same thing
2: yeah yeah they gotta do empty but they're doing out there in a a gym type scenario or if they were.
1: I'm not sure what,
2: what their capabilities are. No,
1: that I don't know, but I think it might be worth a watch if if you have time. I mean, who gives a shit if you don't? But it'd be interesting to see, because I don't know. You hear good things, but it's just sometimes it's just AEW marks that just are completely blinded by oh, yeah. by Cody Rhodes' thick cock or something. They can't. I don't know what's uh, what's going on with their brains. But, uh, they just, you know, they, the AEW could do no wrong to these men, these boys.
2: I've heard uh through the grapevine that, uh, they're considering uh a WWE invasion in these trying times.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> run, yeah, just run it back. Recycle another idea.
2: My, my assistant manager told me that. I'm like, no, no. I'm, I'm not for that. I don't I th- think Vince is either.
1: You, I don't know. I don't know if I even believe that. It sounds like some internet bullshit. Oh, yeah. As
2: soon as I heard that, I, I, that's what I said. I'm like, that, that's that got to be just saying rumor. but, dang. I mean, you can believe it. It's, the ratings are down across the board.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's easy to see. Yeah. I mean... At this point, you could literally have a. I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but I've had this thought several times. So, if I'm into reruns, I don't know what to tell you. But I, you could literally get an exact number of how many marks there are in in the world, and in these trying times, all you gotta do is look at the ratings. Yeah. If you had. 678,531 people, that's exactly 678,531 marks in the world. Yeah. Because that's the only people that's watching. There's not a single casual fan that's like, oh, I might watch Monday Night Raw tonight with no crowd. And half the excitement, no. The only people holding on are the marks.
2: <laughs> marks and kids. Yeah. kids are still into
1: it. Yeah,
2: like imagine how much this would ruin wrestling. It plopped in the Attitude Era when we were growing up. Oh, you just said nope. Empty arena. Stone Cold's bashing beers by himself.
1: Oh my god. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know if a kid could get behind this or not. It loses a lot of what the excitement of wrestling. You know. Yeah. So I don't know that a kid could get behind this shit. How's Buddy getting behind it? He likes uh Drew Mac or er, uh, he likes Baron Corbin and uh Seth Rollins for sure. Whenever whenever the Monday Night Messiah speaks, Buddy listens. He's like one of the minions. <laughs> he's a disciple. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a disciple. He's a disciple confirmed. It's it's odd. Every time he starts talking he listens.
2: That's awesome. So that, That's a great segue, Eric, because he now is the third disciple of Seth Rollins, as Seth Rollins gained a lone sheep this week.
1: Yeah, Austin Theory.
2: Austin Theory got deserted by Zelina Vega and the, the, her yeah. nameless duo now of Andrade and uh, Angel Garza.
1: Yeah, I guess you're right. My, Raw wasn't too bad. That was kind of, that wasn't, I like that little segment wasn't bad there.
2: You didn't expect it to happen.
1: Yeah. I mean, they've been toying with, like, last week there was some riff with Austin Theory. and But, no, it was was all right. That was okay. I think, like I said, we've talked about it, but I think Seth's doing all right in these trying times.
2: I didn't like the, um... Here's the thing, Eric. The acting, when, like, he... I guess, uh made a believer out of Austin Theory. Like, he helped him up and everything, and then guided him to, to attack uh, Who was he attacking? Alistair Black during a Black Buddy match? Yeah. Okay. So, he, get, he Seth Rollins helps up the lone sheep, Austin Theory, who's huddled in a corner like a bum.
1: Just like, a, get, get, bro- get back
2: behind the apron. You, you, a you,
1: Shell of a you man. Not your spot anymore. Yeah. Yeah, get your you you took the L and now get your sorry ass off the fucking off the flow.
2: Yeah, but he was hanging out during the next match, which Seth Rollins was at ringside. So he helps him up and then he just points a finger in the ring after about 30 seconds and Austin Theory knows what to do. He goes in and attacks Aleister Black. But what I didn't like about this, Eric, under normal circumstances, this is this is good acting by Seth Rollins in this specific case. Like, because you have to make sure every damn mark in the arena can see that you're clearly over there looking at Buddy Murphy and then that you're clearly extending it all.
3: There once was a woman, a host with the most, with plenty of Coca-Cola for a holiday toast. She headed out to share a Coke with friends in town, but outside the door was a gift on the ground. So she reached inside and read the letter. Have a Coke, old friend, because together tastes better. This season, say thank you to family, friends, or neighbors by sharing an ice-cold Coke because sharing brings us together and we know together tastes better. Pick up a Coke at your nearest Dutchess shops and share it today. This year, the Home Depot is improving how we do the holidays, starting with our Holiday Gift Center. Find great gifts for any doer, and the best prices of the year just for you. Like the top-rated Ryobi One Plus Drill Kit and the DeWalt Atomic Drill Kit. Get easy in-store pickup or even easier home delivery. The Holiday Gift Center, in-store and online, and Black Friday prices now through December. Gift-giving improved from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. U.S. only, Wasp Last C-Store for details.
2: To help them up so everything's in slow motion essentially yeah but during these trying times when there's no one in the audience it just looks like you know I'm watching this in slow motion for no reason like you could have done that in three seconds flat you yeah. could have made a TikTok doing it
1: yeah that was kind of odd
2: but that, it took like a minute and a half for him to help him up and guide him into the ring
1: oh yeah that moment is it's crowd moment that moment would have been 100 times better with a crowd
2: yeah, absolutely. So, but um, other than that, I, I like the clean cut Seth Rollins after he was like lost in despair. Yeah,
1: he's, he's found resurrection, Eric. No, yeah. He
2: is clean cut, wearing a suit.
1: Now he is found.
2: He is found.
1: The the uh, he sees the light at the end of the tunnel and the path is clear.
2: He's got Buddy. He's got Murphy, and he's got Austin Theory.
1: Wait, buddy and Murphy. Yeah, you're buddy. Oh, (laughs) that was a little confusing.
2: Yeah, you like
1: that? Yeah, that was well done. (laughs) That was well done. (laughs) I should send him, I should start sending him tweets or something. See if I can get a total fanboy, like a, a, a response from Seth Rollins. A retweet? Yeah. Uh,. Um, I was gonna ask you something about SmackDown that just popped in my head. Oh, was do you have notes on SmackDown? I do. Did it start with uh, uh, a uh, promo with Otis and the briefcase and Miz and Morrison?
2: It sure did. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, Miz TV with Miz and Morrison.
1: Yeah. Did you notice he was like Kid uh, Tucker out here and blah blah blah? And uh to have the match you know the tag team match, and he gave some weird excuse as to why Tucker wasn't there, yeah, and then like recruited you know someone else to be his partner for this match. It's like, are they gonna dissolve heavy machinery
2: that is what i'm I'm not hoping for, that's what you're seeing though, yeah, I think they might be trimming fat and not in a good way. God, Because Tucker's a good.
1: You, you, need Ot- you need Otis with Tucker, goddamn it. Yeah, I don't. He's I don't that like it
2: with this storyline with uh, Mandy, and I don't know where they go from here with that. But it, it's you compounded it by having him catch a fumbling money in the bank briefcase, football style. Yeah, and then it comes out that he's a Packers fan. <laughs>
1: Not a good thing.
2: It's, it's, just, it's, it's going downhill. I just miss heavy machinery. I wish they had a nice tag run.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know, man. If, if they dissolve it, I'm going to be pissed. Because the, the storyline, like you said, it's, where do you go from here? I mean, are we supposed to believe that Mandy Rose is in love with the fat, the fat hog man?
2: I, I have a hot take. What's that? after this Sonya-Mandy thing blows over I think uh, Mandy is going to steal the briefcase she's been in cahoots with Ziggler the entire time boom
1: steal the briefcase and use it
2: steal the briefcase from Otis give it to Ziggler heavy machinery's back Ziggler has the briefcase
1: (laughs) okay that'd be fine Honestly, I, I mean, I, I want the. I'm cool with Otis getting his little push, but. I don't know how far they can go, and I don't know if he could be champion.
2: No. Certainly not.
1: So. Yeah, that's and not if bad. You do,
2: if you do the worm, you can't be <laughs> champion.
1: That's official right there. Yeah. If you're doing the worm as your finisher, you cannot be champion.
2: Sky too hot? Amen. No.
1: Amen, (laughs) brother. It can't happen.
2: Might have been Cruiserweight Champion. If there's a mark out there, he's yelling at me right now. No, he he wasn't. He might have been.
1: Yeah. Did you, uh. Did you remember Crime Time, Jeff?
2: Yeah, they were beyond our era and pretty fucking racist.
1: Yeah, and the dude just died. Did you know that?
2: I thought I heard something about uh, Crime Time. Yeah, I, d- I don't remember anything about it. Uh, uh, what, what was it, Shad?
1: Yeah, Shad died. I- I'm the same way. I don't. I don't have anything profound to say because I never. They were in the dark era for us, but I, that's why I was. I was just curious if you if you watched them. Yeah, I've seen them, in, uh,
2: in watching back through the network. But yeah, I never watched live.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, everybody pretty much.
2: It doesn't hold the test of time. They they had a lot of skits where they were like.
1: Yeah, they were just. Black
2: people do this. Black people from the inner
1: city do this. Yeah, it was just a terrible, uh, like a thug wrestling gimmick, probably.
2: Yeah, Crime Time with a Y, Eric.
1: Yeah. I I I don't like the only thing I like about about that. I mean, I'm not talking about the performers. Like, I'm talking about the gimmick. But I've heard mixed reviews, like everybody says like, yeah, so it's blatantly, it's classic wrestling stereotype and bullshit, but a lot of people didn't think it was very offensive at the time, you know, even like black people that I listened to, Yeah. but uh, anyway, you know, everybody said he was a great guy and everything, and uh, I do like the name though, that's what I was getting at.
2: The name Crime Time.
1: Yes, I don't know why. I mean, in, I'm into that name.
2: It's got a, it's got a '90s WCW vibe.
1: <laughs> it's got a '90s vibe for sure. But this was like what, 2012 or something?
2: I started seeing them in like 2005 or 2006 on the network. What?
1: No way, really?
2: Yeah. I haven't watched much further than 2007, and I know that they are regulars by then.
1: Hold on. I mean, I believe you, but I didn't. I didn't, and I wonder. Well, they had a long career, or no?
2: I mean, they were gone when we started watching in 2016, so they weren't there more than 10 years.
1: Let's see here. But well,
2: what do you consider a long career in wrestling in the WWE?
1: I mean, if they, I'd say 10 for sure is long. Oh well, yeah,
2: Ten, Tens a huge, yeah. Fuck. Like in the WWE specifically, I if you're there for three years back in those days, like the ruthless aggression era era was exactly that. Vince cutting heads ruthlessly.
1: Yeah. No, uh, you're right, and they didn't have a huge run. It was uh, 2006 to about 2010.
2: Okay.
1: But that was just WWE They still wrestled and shit <laughs> Well
2: that's that, maybe We should give Shad a round of applause You got your round of applause thing?
1: Oh yeah Definitely a round of applause to Shad for Terrible, terrible way to die But Did you hear the story? No Oh he uh, was swimming and they got fucked In the middle of a, a riptide Like in an ocean so like, yeah, him and his son, and there was people there trying to save him, but they could only save the son. You know, there wasn't. I don't know if there's enough people out there to help or what the story was, but obviously they saved the son. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So I mean, what a terrible way to dr- to die, drowning. You know, that'd be horrible. Yeah. Seriously. God. So, so round of applause to Shad and Crime Time. That should be my... That's gonna be my homework for the week, is check out Crime Time. There
2: you go. Yeah, I mean... It's it's your classic mid-2000s... black humor. It's not poorly done. Done by white people, so...
1: Yeah, there you go. That's exactly what it is. (laughs) That's exactly... You nailed it. I wasn't quite with you, and then you said done by white people. There it is. I like it. Um... What else, Jeff? What else happened in wrestling?
2: Uh, we had... Uh, Asuka and Naya is looking like a thing that they're starting.
1: Asuka and Naya? Yep. I missed a... I know that was part of the the Kulu cut, but I don't remember what you're speaking of here.
2: So, Asuka had her title celebration with Kairi Sane, ex- excellently executed. Okay. On uh, Raw, and uh, basically, Nia came down interrupting. And. Star- I-, I think she just uh, basically challenged Asuka without. Ch- implied a challenge, and Asuka just butted her out the ring with her butt. Okay. and that was it for that but then you see backstage uh, Nia starts chasing Kyrie around and attacks Kyrie Sane when Kyrie and Asuka are separated so then Asuka later on in the show uh, attacks Nia backstage I believe but yeah I think I think they're just starting a Nia versus Asuka thing okay is that not what you got from that?
1: No, no, not that I didn't get it. I just, I guess I wasn't paying attention. Oh. You know okay, what I mean?
2: Yeah, what, I was catching you up then.
1: Yeah, a lapse in pro... You, you know how it is when you're watching these shows. Yeah. You're easily distracted, and then you're just like, well, whatever happened, I'm sure I'll catch on. Absolutely. It's a sad. It's a sad time in wrestling, Jeff. But that's what that's what the network's for. This is those times where you go back and you rejoice. You rejoice in all the old, all the old footage.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. I haven't even done that yet, but oh, you should uh, do it. It's I'm taking of off the two week leave of absence, so I have plenty of time to watch some old wrestling.
1: It really, it's perfect. That's it's like therapy. It's like, oh yes, this is what it was. This is the crowd. It means so much. Check out some crime time.
2: Hell yeah. Well, they were they were good in the rig. Yeah, Street Profits have one them. Yeah. So at first I was scared Street Prophets would fall into that same stereotype, but they've overcame it.
1: Yeah, they basically you basically just gotta I don't know I mean I can't even I can imagine like you get the the you know what you're supposed to do from Vince and you're just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, and then you have to try to put some spin on it, like the New Day did. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you can tell, you can tell their shit is so much theirs. Oh yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. they're
2: freelancing out there. Yeah,
1: yeah. That they own that character, so you got to try to do something like that. And the Street Profits do a good job. I, I find them good. Oh, absolutely. Uh,
2: the thing with the Viking Raiders—it's good to—it's. It's good to get out of the arena, so I'm for it.
1: Oh, it's yeah, it's corny
2: it's family-oriented. This week they had an axe-throwing contest, Eric.
1: Okay, so, yeah, I was just going to ask you. I don't think I got that.
2: You didn't get any of the axe-throwing? It was like, three different uh, seats of it. Yeah, or maybe four throughout the night.
1: So they're just at one of those, like, axe-throwing bar places doing that shit? No, so the Street Profits
2: roll up to the middle of what looks like a forest or a park or something, like a field in a forest, and there's just a group of Vikings there just chanting like a uh, crowd of probably about 10 to 20 Vikings in full garb, and you see Eric and Ibar just tossing axes, tossing them perfectly at a target. Uh, street prophets step up to the plate doing some warm-ups and basically pitch it wild you know just throwing axes all over the place acting buffoons yeah uh they start the contest and that continues and get they're getting blown out of the water by the Viking Raiders and axe throwing it's basically the opposite of the basketball game yeah ends up (laughs) one of the stray axes apparently is stuck in the hood of a cop car that rolls on the scene so the cops roll up and they're they're about to uh <clears throat> they're like there's only one way to figure out who's threw this. Which one of y'all can throw or something like that? Some of that effect. And then well, after it's all said and done the Street Profits are just throwing perfect aces. It's basically flip flop in the basketball game.
1: Yeah, I gotcha.
2: They they get blown out but then show you that they can actually throw the axe as well. I gotcha. There's a horse. There's a horse cameo as well. For some reason, uh, uh, God damn it, I always forget his name. Not Montez. Dawkins.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Dawkins is obsessed with this horse that is off camera. It makes two different appearances just randomly throughout the
1: scenes. It's pretty funny. Do they, so? Do they do a lot of the bad humor again, or is it better?
2: No, it's more of the bad humor, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's not just for people on a basketball court, yeah. there's more people in the seat, so. No, it's, it's, it's more
1: stuff, bad man. humor. Don't kid yourself. Yeah. No, I, I,
2: I'm fully acknowledging
1: the bad humor. I'm gonna, uh, no, I know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at the Backlash card right now, cause do, do we know anything about Backlash yet? No,
2: not, other than that Norton. no.
1: Let me see if I can find anything. I just want... <clears throat> you know what the only thing I care about in professional wrestling is? What's that? Boneyard match. Really? <laughs> yeah, I want...
2: What <laughs> got on your mind in
1: uh, these trying times? Yeah, I want more. <laughs> like, I want more Undertaker, AJ story. Oh, are you keeping up on the, uh, on the uh, Undertaker doc, Jeff?
2: I have not yet. It fell by the wayside this week. I was just about to pop that on, uh, before you said you were uh setting up. As okay. part of my weekly weekly wrestling regimen, but uh no, I I am behind. I have not watched part two. Have you watched part one or two yet?
1: No, I'm way behind, but uh I might have some time next week to watch it actually.
2: So. Well, they're, they're trying to spoil it with teasers on the Raw and SmackDown, so I, I have to fast forward through those. I don't want any spoilers whatsoever. So, okay, I'm one of those types.
1: Yeah, I heard a bunch of bullshit about like uh, him wearing a bunch of right wing shirts, and it was making it was making people upset. Did you notice any of that? I did not,
2: at least in episode one,
1: but I wasn't really looking at his, uh, shirt attire. Yeah. Who cares, man? Yeah. Doesn't really have to do anything with the subject at hand. So they have four matches booked, but I'm not sure if they booked these, uh, on Smackdown, you know? Yeah. Well, this one, they, we, okay, so we know about Edge and Randy, and then, uh, they must have booked this on raw because these are two raw guys. So I don't think this is a spoiler. Uh, D Mac versus Bobby Lashley has been booked for the championship.
2: Oh, I know Bobby, Bobby challenged him at the end of, uh, raw. He was out there watching the D back versus Corbin batch. Bobby is becoming aligned with MVP. And, uh,
1: Oh yeah,
2: MVP's kind of cutting the riff a rift with of I am all for it. This is the return of Bobby. Yeah, yeah, the no. Of Colorado.
1: Yeah, I like it. I think that's a good idea for uh, MVP. Absolutely.
2: And yeah, because Bobby needs a good talk. like. Bobby's great in ring. But yeah, yeah. Talk, no, no, he's not. So MVP is like. He's a he's a veteran on the bike. You might not like his style, but he he can hold down and he can improvise when needed.
1: Yeah. Was that your phone or mine? Hold on. Oh yeah, I'm about I'm about to die. But I, we're that's all right. We're not. Let's see. Let's see where we're at here. Oh, we're at 50 minutes. We're gonna have to wrap up soon anyway. Okay. I don't think it'll die. Uh, so yeah, we know we know. If, we know four matches from Backlash. The computer won't die. That's plugged in, so we don't have to worry about the recording.
2: <sighs> yeah, I, I like I like Bob. This is actually Bobby's first uh, title shot uh, since 2008. They told me that uh, at WWE Backstage.
1: Okay. That's cool.
2: Yeah, so I'm all for that. Because like, he's a good wrestler.
1: Yeah speaking of the black the uh black wrestlers what about uh um any updates on uh apollo cruz didn't he do uh, he did yeah, something yeah,
2: he, um god damn what did he do let me get my notebook out
1: he challenged uh somebody after after a scuffle in the in the backstage area to interview with charlie and he challenged oh on wow, friday yes. Andrade.
2: So, the K, setting this up, the KO show had Andrade, Selena, and their crew. This is with Theory before the Theory thing, <clears throat> and this kind of uh, Apollo Cruz just interrupted this, running in and attacking. I want to say he attacked Almas, but I'm not sure which one of them he attacked. But this just turned into a tag match uh KO and Apollo versus Almus and Garza. Uh Apollo got the win over Almus and that was because of the distraction that or Austin Theory landed a a blow on Almus accidentally. Classic wrestling. Yes. You hit your own guy. Yep. So not only did this lead to them kicking Austin Theory out of the group, but uh after the match, like you said, uh Apollo was doing an interview with with Charlie and basically uh, ended up challenging Andrade, who had interrupted, or Selena interrupted, challenging Andrade for the United States Championship next weekend. Raw, so that's something to look forward to.
1: Yeah, even though that's that's unfortunately that's an L for uh, for Apollo, right? I would assume so, but uh, you, you think maybe this could lead to a, a pay-per-view spot where he actually wins it? Yeah, or or they surprise us and they do give it to him.
2: I mean, they sweep the rug out from Apollo Crews with no delay. You saw what happened with Money in the Bank.
1: Yeah, that was a bummer, man. It was. But they they... It, it, that was a real bummer, but at least they didn't just say fuck him, and we didn't see him for six months.
2: That's true. He's so, Still in storyline, so, so that's it's good.
1: Something. Yeah, that's good.
2: Okay. So yeah. Ooh. That's I'm trying to think if there's anything else from Raw that I wanted to touch on, Attic. Let's
1: uh, see. I'm just I I don't have any anything up, but that's all that I that's all I remember. I remember the greatest wrestling match ever. That really pissed me off.
2: Yeah, that, that's blasphemous. Um. Oh yeah, our truth has a character called Pretty Ricky. What, what what's all this?
1: I don't know. I mean I,
2: I don't know if it's a callback from an old character. I think it is.
1: Well, pretty Ricky's like a he was like a musician, right?
2: Um uh, I'm not sure.
1: Let me see he here. Put, he
2: puts in these buck teeth. Uh fa- fake teeth that are like buck teeth and yeah, like the size and he becomes pretty Ricky. It's like an alter ego type of thing.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh yeah, so it could be just a wrestling callback, but Pretty Ricky is like something.
2: It's okay. it says yeah, all by, Byron's all about it. He's he's full on kayfabe for it. He's
1: like, well, where did Pretty Ricky go? Our truth is back. Yeah. Well yeah, we've Byron always puts over the black talent and God bless him for it.
2: Yeah, for real.
1: He does <laughs> he does it every time and as should he. Yeah. It's a it's a great little I like that. Yeah. Uh it's a must. If there's a black guy on commentary, he better be putting over the black talent.
2: Oh, Eric. One, one other thing. I know, I know. You're happy to see this, but guess who's back in the women's tag division?
1: Oh, the Iconics. Iconic. Iconic. Oh, of course. I was very glad to see that. Actually, in the, on Raw, they had a match, right? And yeah. uh, they ended up getting the DQ because Peyton Royce lost her cool. She did. I remember that. I, uh,
2: and I was fearful for a second that there was a rift of Bruin, but they're, they're iconic.
1: Yeah, I, they didn't show much. I, I thought the same thing. Like when she did it, I was like, oh, now uh, Billy Kay's going to be pissed and they're going to start the rift. But Billy Kay never really got pissed. No, yeah, so I think I very forgiving. Yeah, so I think we're good. Let's hope so. But they still haven't introduced any new teams, have they?
2: Besides Kabuki Warriors, Bliss and Cross, uh, Sasha and Bailey. Yeah, was
1: I, I guess you're right. Team
2: ever?
1: Yeah, they were, but they're not now.
2: No, they're not now.
1: So they need another team because, like, I don't know. We're not going to get Sasha Bailey. That's not going to happen. No. I mean, they're a nice little team, but they're not like a tag team. So basically, what, there's four? Kabuki War, and, and Kabuki now is probably done.
2: Yeah, that's becoming a little more lopsided, for sure, with Asuka being the women's champion.
1: Yeah, like, they still might be a team, but they're not going to compete as a tag team with her being the champ. No. So now we're down to what? Iconics? Uh, Bliss and Cross? That's it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they need one more team. At least. They need something else. Which you think yeah. they could they should they could do. I mean, there's plenty of I feel like if anybody's ready to work in these times it's the the guy you know, the women on the bottom of the bean pole of the uh, totem pole. Like Absolutely. Peop, peop. Where where's um Like
2: where I'm not even Naomi like all, all, all these bottom of the totem. Well, I guess Sarah Logan got let go.
1: Yeah, but something like that, or somebody from a couple ladies from NXT, or you know they have yeah. a ton of women.
2: Yeah. Put I mean, another team sure. up. Like they have a lot of women that are starting the singles career. Liv is Ruby trying to get back in the game. Yeah. Uh Ember Moon's on the shelf. It's shame. Unfortunately.
1: Yeah, that's a shame.
2: Yeah. Naomi's getting. Frustrated as is Natty. That, that's it. That's what else happened in the women's division this week. Naomi lost on SmackDown to someone and got really frustrated, like visibly afterwards. Yeah. And then on Raw, Natty lost to Shayna Baszler in a submission match and then ruined the KO set.
1: Yep. Yeah. So KO had a match, but who was it with? It, it was, was with it, Apollo versus the, the tag Alton, match. Carson. Yes, sir. Okay, the tag match. So we don't know any. We don't know where where Ko's headed at all yet.
2: No, he's he's just dipping his toes in the jacuzzi, baby.
1: Yeah, he's floating. He's on floater right now. Yeah, so that, I'm
2: fine with, but you need more Ko these times because he's phenomenal on the bike.
1: Yeah, he'll be good. Maybe that's maybe that's their their technique because they don't know what the foreseeable future is. Like, well. We'll just shuffle in and out our top guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we'll give KO a couple months. And then we'll bring some... Like, what happened to Jinder? Any updates on him? No. He's gone? God damn, they swept the rug out from under him. I forgot about him already. The workhorse. Yeah, they gave him a shitty-ass COVID return. And then just pooped on him.
2: Yeah, I haven't seen him in either of the episodes this week, so hopefully on Memorial Day SmackDown he makes an appearance.
1: I hope so, man. We, we always liked old Jinder.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a show favorite for sure.
1: And I still think that gender, And they'll do it because, like we talked about, they have a history, so eventually we will get gender versus Drew. But oh, yeah. It,
2: and that'll be a good... That's a a good setup, for
1: sure. Yeah, I like that. So hopefully we get to that sooner than later. Alright, Jeff, is that that that
2: it? That's about it that I got on this week's wrestling. Catch up on episodes 2 and 3 of The Last Ride.
1: Yeah. Yep, and then we'll see. I'm interested to see by the end of this if you really do think that The Undertaker's last match is with AJ.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we, we, we got <laughs> to see what's going on with
1: that. I just ripped an audible fart and then you went, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be great. That was a perfect timing.
2: Also, uh, I'm going to go ahead and tease this, even though I haven't talked to the magic milkman, Bert. Uh, but he mentioned to us earlier in a text today that he's got a movie on Amazon Prime. Do you remember what it is called, Eric?
1: No, but if you don't, I'm going to pull it up so we can preview it for any of the listeners that would like to watch before the. Uh...
2: Absolutely, because the, the, the duo is Jimmy Kennedy and Edge in a crime slash comedy movie. And it sounds absolutely amazing. Eric is pulling out the title, it is on Amazon Prime. Yep, it's. And I think we're going to have Bird on next week for the Boom DVT Dollar Band and reviewing this. this uh...
1: Of laughs. Yeah, it's uh, reportedly on Amazon Prime, Prime Video, and uh, our uh, Magic Milkman Bork has uh, has found a, a real doozy for you. It's called Bending the Rules, and this is uh, a yeah. this is an edge Jamie Kennedy c- crime comedy flick. And uh, like I said, that's on Prime Video. So if you'd like to follow along. Uh watch the movie before next week's Ep, and then we'll get the magic milkman Bork on for the Boom D T dollar bin he's gonna be reviewing. Uh Bending the Rules. <laughs> I'm excited for that one. I might throw that on tonight actually as I get some shut eye, get a, get get a start on it. There's no chance I stay up through it, but I could get a start.
2: Absolutely. <clears throat>
1: Alright Jeff, we you know what? We finally made our uh our our cutoff at an hour, so let's do it this week. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Let's not be gas bags and let's just let's just end it.
2: Yeah, let's all give blood.
1: Let's all give blood night night. Night night. But now I don't this understand. Start calling now calling it. No, now I don't Good. I see Go
3: huh? okay. This year. The Home Depot is improving how we do the holidays, starting with our Holiday Gift Center. Find great gifts for any doer, and the best prices of the year just for you. Like the top-rated Ryobi OnePlus Drill Kit and the DeWalt Atomic Drill Kit. Get easy in-store pickup or even easier home delivery. The Holiday Gift Center, in-store and online, and Black Friday prices now through December. Gift-giving improved from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. U.S. only, Wasp last See store for details.
0: The outcome of an opioid emergency may depend on a quick response. Accidental overdose can happen anytime, even if the opioid pain medicine is prescribed. Due to COVID-19, emergency services could be slower to arrive. Get prepared. Get Naloxone, a potentially life-saving reversal agent with no prescription directly from your pharmacy. Having Naloxone available allows you to respond first, not a substitute for emergency medical care. Learn more at opioidsafetyplan.com. That's O-P-I-O-I-D safetyplan.com.